Welcome back to the I-20 Hoops Connection. Marcus Burnett uh, joined by Chad Cook there with Augusta Basketball. And we've got a special treat for you today. We're also joined by Greg Williams of HoopQuest. We appreciate uh, you taking the time to join us, Greg. And, and fellas, we've got a loaded week of basketball uh, from Augusta to Atlanta. Let's go ahead and jump right into it, man. Yeah, well, you know, from where I sit, I, from where I sit, I've gone from calling it, from calling Friday and Saturday the best 24 hours between on this I-20 connection all the season to um, to the best week of hoops at least so far this season. When when you look at the hoops giving that happened last weekend and the Adidas explosion that will happen this weekend, and then all the good stuff in between up and down this I-20 corridor, I can't wait. Yes, a lot of a lot of dots that are connecting there. You know, not only with hoops giving action, but you know, coming up into this next week. Greg, you were on site at hoops giving there, taking in the action. What were some of your key takeaways there from the event? Oh man, I tell you, hoops giving was was well put together. Then I, I tell you, it was great. Really, for the first time seeing uh, probably the number one high school basketball player in the country, Wendell Carter. Uh, play Saturday night against um, a good Westlake team. Um, you know, Green Forest once again showcased why a lot of people can make arguments about them being probably the, the, uh, the best high school team in uh, in Georgia. Man, it was it was just basketball all day. So I say great guard play for Pebble Brook with Jared Harper. Uh, love what they got with the kid Colin Sexton, and uh, you know, like I said, Westlake is very, very, very talented young guard and. Uh, and Ryan Lewis's uh, son, as well as the Chuma kid, I, I, I tell you, fellas, it was it was big time basketball. You you didn't want to leave the gym, didn't want to leave the gym at all. You know what's great about it? This weekend is going to be, in my opinion, maybe even better. And we actually, uh, I'm not trying to encourage people not to go to the gym, but we don't actually have to because Marcus had it all on SUV TV, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll be broadcasting live from the Adidas Explosion, uh, hosted there at Wheeler. Uh, you know, so like Greg mentioned, a, another type of event to where you can come in game one and want to stay through the entire time. We encourage everybody to do that. But uh, for those that can't be there, you can't catch those those games live online. Now, Greg, yeah. you, you, you talked about pace and, and green for us. I know that that was a uh, that was a great matchup. What were your thoughts on Isaiah Kelly um, and, and being able to see him there on the court uh, with pace? Oh man, it was it, it was special. Like I said, I'm a little biased, but you know he, he's Augusta, Georgia homegrown. But uh, Isaiah Kelly unleashed um, his perimeter game to me this weekend. I know a lot of people have seen him on the circuit uh, this year with the um, Atlanta Express um, showing the perimeter game. But the kid hit two threes back to back. Him and him and uh, Wendell Carter is definitely Batman and Robin. I, I, I'm a I'm a I'm an eight man that um, the game this weekend. I'm curious to see can pace guard hold it down because even though Wendell Carter has a developed perimeter game that kind of shocked me as well, dribbling behind his back, making some nice dribble moves, and Isaiah Kelly is talented as well. But Green Force with their size and Justin Forrest and John Ogichi, how they can just take so many chances on the defense end, I think it's going to be a little difficult. But got the number one player in the country, and then to see him go up against Ike is going to be a matchup there. Big zone, big, you 
Yeah, I got my matchups confused. It, it was Pace versus Westlake. Pace versus Green Force is his upcoming weekend. So just wanted to make sure I, I, I cleared that up. Chad, your thoughts? You know, we talked about Kelly coming into the season and, uh, you know, how there was a, a lot of Augusta transplants or, or some good Augusta uh, roots that were, uh, you know, uh, coming up I-20 and were in the Atlanta area. Your thoughts as Kelly was able to take advantage of that stage there this past weekend? Well, you know me, I'm trying to keep keep it in everybody's mind that uh, we claim Isaiah is an Augusta guy. Uh, <laughs> soon, soon they're going to be calling him the best player in Atlanta, I assume. But, uh, you know, being a sophomore, six foot eight, Greg, from his Twitter feed, uh, let, let me know, let us all know that I think Isaiah hit a couple back-to-back threes. That's something that, um, you know, I've seen him do in the gym, but not, uh, not competitively at the high school level. So it's great to see him expand his game. He, he, he's he's great, and and that matchup between those uh, kind of like two sets of twin towers at Pace and, and at Green Forest, I cannot wait for that. But you know, I almost uh, I'm torn as to which which showdown is better when you look at Pebblebrook and St. Francis. With you know, Jared Harper is absolutely one of my favorite players, and Kobe Simmons, I'm pretty sure is still. Uh, you know, a, a McDonald's All-American type guy. What, what do you guys think about that one? Yeah, I, I, I tell you, outside of COVID centers with St. Francis, I, I really don't know the person there, but I can tell you, Pebblebrook had three big-time guards. Like I said, Harper, Sexton, and the Smith kids, which transferred in from North Carolina. I can just tell you, that's a, that's a three-headed monster on the perimeter. Uh, Harper... You know, got into the lane very well this weekend against, uh, what well, the past weekend against Green Forest. Really in the first half, he, he kind of almost had his weight scoring. Second half, Green Forest just warmed down with the size. But, um, Kobe Simmons, what can we say, man? I'm, I'm saying great, great guard matchup this week, but, uh, Pebblebrook may just have a little bit too much for him on the perimeter to take it away. Yeah, I, I, I think Pebblebrook, no, go ahead, Chad. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll say it real quick. I, the thing I like about Harper, he plays what I what I'm starting to call the new way. You know, I'm obviously I'm not going to say that he is like Steph Curry because I've never seen anything like Steph Curry. But it's it's a different way of playing with that fluid, you know, unlimited range, fluid motion, expert ball handling, and and athleticism still matters. But with guys like that, it doesn't matter as much. And and, and, and I think. There's certain players at all levels that are starting to play that way, and, and, I, and I think uh, that's what I see when I look at Jared Harper. But sorry to interrupt you, Mark. No, no problem. That's a good point. I mean, Pebblebrook's talent speaks for itself. Obviously, Kobe Simmons, uh, the headliner there for St. Francis. But I, I, I'm looking for Anthony Showell there for St. Francis to make his name a little bit more well-known. Uh, you know, for those that, you know, haven't seen Showell play very good handle, a guy that can shoot it well from outside, uh, you know, transferred over from Duluth. So he's there at his first year with St. Francis. But even though it's not an apples to to apples comparison, I think the same time that it took for Malik Beasley and Kobe to kind of find that chemistry, being able to complement each other, know when to let the other go to work and vice versa, they were able to find that very well in that championship victory versus Green Forest, that talented team last year. I think that we're on that same curve right now for Showell and and uh, and Kobe Simmons. I think Showell gets more and more comfortable with each week, and I think he's going to definitely be a, a player to watch uh, there in that matchup versus Pebblebrook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's right. 
So that's the 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 Adidas explosion uh, event, and just credit to Green Forest because I think they've always had that impressive. Uh, you know, they get off the bus, look, and the locals are asking, is this a high school team or is there a college event in town? Um, you know, so I, I think they've always sort of had that look. Uh, but I think we're, we're, we're seeing, you know, more maturation. We're seeing the big fellas continue to get more polished. And they've always been a team that has no problem putting the foot on the throat. You know, this is the same team. I think they beat Jalick Felton and Mullins by about 70, like 99 to 29 last year at the Chick-fil-A Classic. So, um, so yeah, I mean, just you, you can really see how that program has has really continued to grow. Uh, credit to what Coach Lagrun was able to do there, and Rory Rory Griffin uh, steps in his spot and has done a great job with those guys as well. Yeah, I agree. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, man, absolutely. And Green Forest is, uh, you know, you know, you know, they don't get a lot of accolades, but their backboard is is really good. Like I said, Justin yeah. Forrest and John O'Geechee can hold it down. You know, probably with some of the best of them. Agreed. Totally agree with you there, fellas. So that's the the Adidas explosion. Again, that's December 5th at Wheeler High School. First game starts at noon. Last game starts at 730. Uh, So be sure to get out there for that one. If not, SUV TV, you can be there even when you can't be. Now, Chad, part of what makes it a great week, aside from that, um, the explosion, Hoops Giving was great last week, is we've got a very good matchup uh, there in the Augusta area when you look at uh, Richmond taking on Laney. Uh, I, I mean, fellas, where do we start when it comes to that matchup and, and the firepower involved? Well, let me jump in first on this one. I, I'll tell you that it's about 12.40 p.m. on Tuesday right now, and I'm about to go over to Richmond and get my seat. And, 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 I'm, and I'm exaggerating. I'm exaggerating, but only a little. Only a little. And Greg knows what I'm talking about because – um, you know, Adidas, Adidas explosion and hoops giving, that stuff is amazing, and the talent is amazing. But, but in my opinion, there's nothing like a good homegrown um, rivalry and, and a game that features our area's three Division One signees, Christian Keeling and Zeb Jasper on the Laney side going to uh, Charleston Southern and College of Charleston, respectively, and Madison Williams on the Richmond side going to Illinois State. One big question around here is whether Madison will play. He's had a he's, he's been hobbled uh, with a foot injury the last two games. Has not played, uh, but either way, Richmond and, and Laney has been the talk of the town for a long time. I wrote in on, on AUGBball.com on my November notes that despite that being the case, the team that is playing the best basketball in town is probably Butler High School, and they go to Richmond Academy Friday night. So so in three days here, all of our best teams will face each other pretty much. And and, and just to cap it all off, Friday night, um, Morgan County comes visiting Laney, and, and not only will that be a, a fabulous boys game with two Division One signees on each side, but it will also be an unbelievable girls game with the defending state champ Lady Lady, Lady Wildcats action. So Augusta basketball is off the charts this week, and uh, like I said, I'm going to get my seat in just a little while. <laughs> Greg, you you and Chad are two guys that always have a great pulse of Augusta hoops. 
uh, you know, just from your perspective, period. Then also with, uh, you know, you, you playing the role that you play with Team Power in terms of Christian Keeling uh, as well as Madison Williams, I'm sure it, it gives you an even uh, deeper perspective into this rivalry that we're talking about. Oh, man. like I'm, I'm like saying, you know, you know, we're real excited tonight. Uh, uh, Madison has said he's going to try to go, but like I said, you know, hopefully he's, uh, you, know, you, you know, he's at least 90 or uh, uh, 100% because Lane is going to be tough to beat. But just to see Madison and Christian go at it, both on full strength and a competitor, I'm, I'm saying that would be something special for us to see. I think Richmond is very, very talented. But like I said, I just think chemistry-wise, they're still working on trying to work out the change and put it all together. And, you know, Laney is Laney, man. I, I tell you, one of the top backcourts, you got to stay in, you know, in the state. I'm saying the stuff that these guys are doing, the points that they're throwing up, I tell you, it, it, it just throws you back to some to some great guards that have, that have came through the came through the way, you know, through the days and stuff. But uh, I agree with you, Chad, on Butler. You know, you know, you know. I know we didn't. Uh, a lot of people have been hitting me up and, and jumping on me about about the rankings and stuff. But Coach Body, you always gonna get a tough coach team. He's gonna have those players, those players play tough and and uh, and they're definitely gonna play hard and stuff. Like I said, but uh, I'm really looking forward to this week as well, man. It's gonna be exciting. You know, Greg mentioned the scoring of Christian Keeling and Zepp Jasper. Two things about them that I wrote in my latest post, so fresh on my mind. They have not lost in this area in, in almost 24 months. And, and, and they also, in the first three games of this season, they have put up a combined 147 points. So that's basically a 25-point average for each of them in the first three games. I don't know how long they'll be able to keep that up, but they show no signs of slowing down. So it's, uh, yeah. it, it, it's, it's a show right now. It has been so far. And Butler, Marcus, when you see them at the Chick-fil-A at Tucker High School over the Christmas break, I think you're going to fall in love with them. They, they play a lot like Blaney has played in recent years with full-court pressure, a heavy dose of athleticism, and guys sharing the ball and playing for each other. I agree. I agree. It's going to be exciting. Well, I look forward to checking them out there. And and we, we mentioned this in an early, earlier podcast, Chad, just about with Richmond, how, you know, you look at their the, the record that they finished the season with last year, you know, not not very flattering, but we talked about the changes that they're making. Do you guys feel a difference in terms of the energy around this matchup versus Laney? Uh, versus maybe what it would have been last year or years before that when they didn't have as many, uh, you know, a, a, as much in the cupboard? Certainly. You know, it, it, this is the most anticipated game of the season so far. Now, you know, it, the truth is Butler versus Laney and Butler versus Richmond has the potential to be every bit as, as exciting. But as far as what people are talking about, it's this game tonight. And and I shouldn't. I, I want to um, say before it, it gets away from me that a sophomore at Richmond named Dontavian Stevens, he goes by DT, is um, is going to be the kind of player that Keeling Williams and, and and Jasper are, and he'll be playing tonight. So so yes, the addition of Madison Williams and the emergence of DT Stevens puts Richmond firmly on the map, and they have they they literally have six seven, eight more guys who are very capable. And so, yeah. so, so we all expect this to be a great game. But it, it, it has to be proven. Butler beat Richmond without Madison Williams Friday 
somewhat handily. It was a 16-17 point game before a late Richmond run. So um, the potential at Richmond is is very high. Um, tonight, we really, if Madison plays, and, and Lord knows, I hope he takes good care of himself. If he's healthy and if he plays, um, you know, we kind of get our first look at what this new Richmond team will be capable of. Yeah, and and, and just to add on what Chad said, you know, along with DC, they're very young. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, you know they they play quite a bit of sophomores and juniors. So, you know, you got the the long wiry kid Moses Williams. That's real good, and they got two senior forwards that, like I said, from a matchup that we looked at it on paper, we would give the victory to Rich. You know, to, uh, just because Laney's three through ten, you know, you know, we still look for them to prove themselves, even though they got a good sophomore guard in the in the Donald um, Henley kid. But uh, I really think Richmond tonight, like I said, can really Called Laney some problems. But like I said, when you got two scrappy guards like Christian and Zeph that dictate tempo, if, if, if the game's fast and the crowd is into it, Laney's probably winning. I'm just going to tell you that right now. <laughs> mm, it's always been a swing bet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, I, I hate that I'm going to miss out on that on that atmosphere in person tonight. But uh, for those of you that are in the same boat as me, you can follow both uh, Chad and Greg on Twitter. I'm sure they'll have updates throughout uh, video coverage and just keeping you abreast of everything. You can follow Chad at A-U-G-B-Ball, and you can follow Greg at PQ Sports. Uh, so make sure you give both of those guys a follow just to stay in tune with everything. And we mentioned Charleston as a buzzword. Uh, though That city's going to mean a lot to both Christian Killing and uh, Zeb Jasper as they uh, uh, both of them have committed to uh, College of Charleston and Charleston Southern, respectively. Greg, understand you were able to take in a game uh, there in that vicinity uh, over the course of the past few days. Yeah, I tell you, uh, Marcus and Chad, man, how can you turn down the opportunity – go see the number one player in the country or probably the number one draft pick uh, for next year in the NBA and Ben Simmons. I, I tell you, you know, I was like most of the fans that went down, I was excited, wanted to see this 20, 30-point uh, showing, but Coach Earl Grant at the College of Charleston, uh, they came out, dictated the tempo early, got got at um, LSU just on both ends. LSU couldn't score the ball in the first half. I'm talking, it was almost three minutes left in the first half and LSU had only put 14 points on the board. Um, but I say this, and at the end of the day, you know, even though Ben Simmons struggled a little bit with turnovers, but anytime he shot the ball, it was a mate. This kid really has to get really, really selfish for LSU to be really, really good. But but how do you, how do you argue? He was out of the game, 14 points, 18 rebounds, and almost seven assists. So, you know, from a stat standpoint, that was a great game. But Steph Jackson's going to be in great hands. I, I You know, I didn't have a chance to tell Chad yet, but uh, Earl Grant is going to love the way that Zepp can control his offense at the next level with Zepp being a great dribble guard and great point guard. Uh, great system. You know, great choice for the young man. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing him play, you know, at that next level as well. Me too. Me too. That 14 and 18 from Simmons, that follows a line I saw over the weekend that was 21 and 20. So yeah. this, this guy is just dominant. But, obviously, College of Charleston um, was the, sh- the stars of the show last night. I think I saw them flood the floor. The, the, the student body <laughs> flooded the floor, didn't they? Yeah, but it, it was crazy. Like I said, you, you know, you, you were sitting in the stands watching the game like LSU's going to make a run, you know, with Terrence, with Florida, you know, 
come on, you got uh, uh, um, uh, what's my guy, the, the, the other shooting guard that, that was Ben Simmons' uh, um, guard mate with each one teacher on the circuit. Blakeney. You know, Blakely. You know, you was waiting on, you was waiting on this run. They got yeah. it down to about like five or six, and you know, you was like, okay, they're about to wear out Char- uh, Charleston. But the College of Charleston just, they grinded, man. Uh, like I said, everybody did they roll. You know, it, it wasn't a game where I could play one player stood out to me for the College of Charleston. It was just a atmosphere, playing the number 22-ranked 20, team in the country. They wanted that upset, and it was packed. It was packed. They it's definitely just, rushed that floor there. It's just funny to hear the parallels because as you're describing College of Charleston, how they played in that game, the type of setting, sounds very similar to what Jasper's been in there at Laney in terms of a program. You know, you, you get the W. You might not have a ton of games where you know, hey, this guy is going to give you X amount of points or whatever the case may be. It's just really that that next man up, uh, win by committee type of approach. And I, I think Jasper's going to fit in very well there and and contribute to some nights where you have players along the likes of a Ben Simmons, seeing that things are going to be a little bit difficult there, right right alongside the battery there in uh, College of Charleston. Yeah, it's cool because I, I saw that post online. He and Christian actually went to that game, and he posted online something. Uh, you know, he had like a, a C on on the side of his face, like a little tattooed C, and he was saying how we won the game. And, and to your point, Marcus, he, I think he feels right at home at the College of Charles. If he could have went down there and defended last night, he probably would have. If they if they if they, if they could have found a loophole to where he could have went down there and locked up as well, he would have found a way. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, hey, fellas, that that about does it. Uh, any closing thoughts as we get ready to wrap it up? I'll see. I'll see everyone in the gym. Is my closing thought. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys. Let let, let me take uh take a part and participate with you guys in this podcast. Keep up the great work you guys are doing. And like Chad said, we're definitely gonna see you in the gym somewhere. I'll see you this weekend as well, Marcus. I'll see you tonight, Chad. Okay. Okay. We'll see you then, man. This is the I-20 Hoops Connection. I'm Marcus Burnett. They're Chad Cook and Greg Williams signing off. We'll catch you back here next time.